this episode is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Like anybody can do it. It has everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When you host on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started with your own podcast. I'm excited to listen to yours. Now here is mine. Hey friends, welcome back to Let's Chat with JBax. I am so happy you are here for the ninth time. Nine episodes, guys. This podcast entails mind, body, lifestyle, and literally whatever we want to talk about. This is our podcast. We're here to talk some heart, cry some tears, laugh a lot, and like I said, we're nine in. Do you think I'm funny yet? <laughs> this podcast will encompass fitness, mindset, and all that life has to offer. Now enough of this intro. Let's chat with JBax. On today's episode, we will chat about what you eat. We'll cover your eating habits, things I've eaten, the fluctuation of a calorie deficit, macro counting, diets, mindful eating, snacking, burnout. Honestly, if you think about it, we'll probably talk about it. Everyone's goals vary and your struggles within your eating habits vary as well. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who responds to my Instagram question on what your struggles are and DMing me for anything that you need help with. I will be giving and talking about tips and tricks, and I'm ready to get started. So here we go. My eating habits have changed so much in the past few years because my goals in my lifestyle have changed drastically in those years. So that's to be expected. And I wanna start by saying that everyone's eating habits will vary based on their goals and their lifestyle. So it's not a one-size-fits-all. I've tracked my calories. I've tracked my macros. I've tried diets. I've also tried and failed. And I want to tell you and comfort you that you may fail at first too. But failure does not mean you fail overall or that you can't start all over again. It is a learning lesson. It is trial and error. And that's what journeys are all about. The first thing we're gonna talk about is calorie counting. And when you're ready to start counting calories, first assess why you wanna start counting calories. And usually the first thing we think of when we think of this why is to cut weight. On a 2,000 calorie budget a day, cutting back your calories and moving your body more can really help to start showing results 
in a timely manner. And how do you count calories? Where do you count calories? It's There's a lot of questions behind that. And I want to say that calorie counting can be scary at first, but you got this. You will think you are a math magician after you count your calories. And then when we get to macros, you'll think you're even more of a math magician then. So the apps I want to recommend to start us off are two apps. We have the Lose It app and MyFitnessPal. They're both on app stores everywhere. The Lose It app is an orange scale, and that's the one that I use and that I'll be talking a little bit more on. A lot of my clients have used MyFitnessPal as well and really like the user-friendly version of it. Here I am trying to talk about apps. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) They're both free versions. I use the free version. I am a stickler on that. I can rework the system. I do not need to pay money for that. (laughs) When you get into these apps, whatever app you choose, start to play around with it. Really, take your time, take 30 minutes, and start looking into it. It's such a cool feature that you have on your phone that can really help you and structure your day to start counting calories and implementing it into your structure of your workouts as well as your life. At first, it may seem a little tedious, but if you keep on going and keep on working, you're going to build that habit to continue to put in that work and continue to see and visualize your portions. These apps are so cool and so easy to work with. So on the Lose It app, you're able to see the amount of food you have per protein, per fat, per carb, and by calories all in a graph. So this works for calorie counting and macro counting that we'll talk about soon. You're able to see your whole entire day unfold in a graph. And then you're able to go to that day and break it down from breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. You can also add your workouts and your water intake to help you track better. The super cool thing about these apps is you can scan basically every item you buy from the store. So it's that much easier and more convenient to track the meals you're having and to visualize what it looks like and the amount of food you have that's on your plate. Such a cool app, so incredible, both of them. They really help us, but we need to be mindful that this is just a guidance. If these apps ever cause you any distress, let's talk about it. Let's evaluate these numbers and how they make you feel. Please know that you do not need to hit this number perfectly every single day. I know myself and I know I've heard from others. What if I don't hit it? Is that bad? I feel so shitty if I go over. We are not perfect humans. No one is perfect. We can just strive to do our best and going and getting as close as possible to that number. You are absolutely crushing it. So keep it up. I started calorie counting when I was in high school and I had my parents walking me through it. 
And that's really stuck with me. And I became obsessive over calorie counting. As in, my parents and I would sit at 54th Street or Texas Roadhouse or Applebee's or Chili's. I mean, honestly, you name it, we were there. And we were on our phones for 30 minutes plugging and pulling out the meal, plugging the meal in again, seeing how many calories it would, pulling it out again. What can we eat? What can't we eat? Can we portion ourselves? It was exhausting. And it really made me just want to live. So I did that. And then I really wanted to focus more in on macros because I had specific muscle goals that I wanted to hit. So I immediately went into macro counting. So for your macros, I always suggest Katie Hearn Fit's website. Katie Hearn, Katie Hearn Fit, her website, I adore her. She is amazing and she has a great macro calculator that I recommend to all of my clients. And if you try her website and then try other websites, please know that all websites will vary just a little bit because the algorithm that's set up by these companies' websites may be a little bit different. But keep whatever website you use consistent throughout your journey of counting macros. When you start thinking about macros, this can help you fuel yourself better with various nutrients versus just calories. It will help you visualize your fats, your protein, your carbs, and then it will also give you your calories that you can hit. When I am counting my macros, I do not look at my calories because essentially when you put your macros in and you're visualizing and working through your macros, your calories usually will pop out around the same number that you need to. And with macros, this can help with more body composition goals with weight training especially. This is something that I always recommend for anyone who wants to build muscle and anyone who's in a bodybuilder type stage, they really want to hit. And again, you do not need to hit that number perfectly. Use it as a guideline. It is something that is so important to structure yourself around, your meals around, but don't worry if you don't hit them so perfectly or maybe you go up a little bit. That does not mean you need to get down on yourself because you are putting in the work and the effort to go out there and take your time and learn about macros. If you have any questions on macros, I am so happy to help. Send me a DM and let's talk some macros. Within these apps or outside these apps, there are also many diets that you can try to best fit your life. And when I say diets, take that loosely. I do a whole, you know, the finger, two finger, was that quotation marks? Whatever this is, I'm like a bunny rabbit jumping around with my fingers right now. Diets are just a way of life, how you eat. And I like to think of it as just a structure. I have tried so many diets in my life. I've tried intermittent fasting, and honestly, I'm a big fan, but also I'm a big fan of breakfast 
And with intermittent fasting, it's an eight-hour day of eating. So you can choose any eight hours you have. You can start at 10 a.m. and end at 6 p.m. Or a lot of times I try and encourage clients to start at 12 p.m. and end at 8 p.m. But really, whatever works for your schedule, follow that. This is not a one-size-fits-all, and you know that. Intermittent fasting can be so important, especially if you're a big snacker or tend to overeat. You get this eight-hour gap, eight-hour timeline for you to fit all of your meals in within that day. Once 8 p.m. hits or whatever time you choose for it to end, you're done eating. That can help you if you're used to 10 p.m. snacking. And if you're nervous about starting this because you may be really hungry in the morning or you may be really snacky at night, drink a cup of coffee in the morning and try to reduce your sugar and creamer intake and add some ghee. It's a healthy fat. You can find it at any grocery store. I think it's next to the coconut oil and the olive oil. So if you find that ghee, you can put a scoop of it. It's healthy fat in your coffee. Stir it up and it'll help keep you satisfied for longer. And if you find yourself getting hungry after that eight-hour timeline, try and have some tea. Tea is so good. It's underrated. Tea is underrated. It can really satisfy you and fill those needs. The next quote-unquote diet I've tried is Whole30. So Whole30 is no grains, no sugar, no dairy. And when I tried this, I did not follow this to a T. I simply followed this to help myself eat more whole foods. I chose potatoes over rice. I limited excess fruit because there's a lot of sugar in fruit. Have almond milk versus regular milk. And no cheese. I know you guys probably were like, wide eye, what the fuck did she just say? No cheese? Absolutely not, J-Bax. Fun fact about me, I actually am not that crazy about cheese, but cream cheese can get it. But no cheese. And if you love cheese and have cheese multiple times a day, I challenge you to try Whole30 and see how your body feels after cheese. The next quote-unquote diet I've tried, which is a way of eating, is six meals a day. And I still try and do this. Six meals a day is splitting up your meals into smaller portions that allows you to not overfill yourself and allows your body to metabolize consistently throughout the day. Regardless of what meals or what type of plan you're looking towards, Try and have those smaller meals. If you can only get three meals in a day, that is okay too. And I know we have some nurses out there who may work some long hours. Try and fit things in when it works for you. Trial and error. Always see what's the next best thing you can do for yourself. And again, you may fail, but you're going to grow from that failure. And it's not even a fail. You're just learning along the way. The eating habits that I follow now is mindful eating. You essentially know what is good for you and what is not. Think about it. If I offered up 
fruit or potato chips, what would you choose as the healthier option? If I offered up pancakes or eggs and turkey bacon, what would you choose? I feel like that might have been a trick question, but let's go with eggs and turkey bacon. And when you're mindfully eating, you eat when you're hungry and you mindfully portion out your meals. Think back to what you learned when you were in fourth grade. The plate that you should have, four ounces of protein, fist of veggies, fist of grains, structure out your meals that way. I have found mindful eating so important and so almost mindless now because I'm able to look around my house, look at the grocery store and know I'm going to grab that banana and I'm going to put away the cereal. I'm going to grab the whole wheat pasta and put away that mac and cheese that is overly processed. You will learn and you will grow and it'll be second nature to you. And if you have any more questions on calorie counting, macros, or quote-unquote diets, send me a message on Instagram and let's chat about it. Before we get into the tips and tricks from answering the questions you have from Instagram, let's hit this quick ad. This podcast is brought to you by dancing. Yeah, you heard me right. Let's learn a dance this week. I'm going to link a TikTok dance or some type of dance that I want to learn. So feel free to join me or learn a different dance. But challenge accepted. Let's fucking dance, y'all. Back to the episode. I have so many tips that I want to give you. So here we are. These tips are derived specifically from all of your Instagram DMs, your Instagram questions, and I am here to answer all of them. So the first tip I have is your tools. The tools you need to count your calories, to count your macros, is a food scale and a measuring cup. Yes, measuring cups to be specific. Food scales are about $10 to $20 off of Amazon at any store and same for measuring cups. These are helpful to portion out your meals and track them in your app. When you think about tracking, think about pre-tracking. If you know you're going to eat something in that day, track around it. I always know I want a snack at the end of the night, so I put it in first and then I plan my day around it. This can be beneficial if you do not like tracking during the day or throughout the day. This could also help if you wanna prep your food, all of your meals, and preload them into your phone so you can just grab and go and know what you'll be eating that day. When you create that habit by continuing to do this for a few weeks, it gets easy and Don't be afraid to eat the same meals when you can just add one button off of that app and it'll just add directly into your day. This was a big one. Snacks, sweet tooth, desserts. 
same, like absolute same. Wow. Love my sweets. And there are so many great options out there. Perfect bars, one bars, overnight oats, fruit, halo top ice cream, protein balls. All of these things are so great to eat and they're not bad for you. Tell yourself it's okay to have these things, but also if you're in a scenario where you have to say no, be brave to say no to that snack, but also be accepting of yourself when you want to say yes to that donut. A bunch of no's go a long way, but that yes is still important. Coming up with ideas. A lot of people came into this and had no idea what they should be eating. Pinterest is phenomenal. Literally find so many great meals off of Pinterest. And sometimes when I have no idea what I want to cook, I'll combine all my favorite flavors. And half the time, it makes no sense, but I absolutely love it. And it doesn't have to make sense, nor does it have to look good. Put it together, feel yourself, and enjoy it. My next tip is about feeling guilty overeating or just not eating the right thing. We are not perfect. We have cravings. We are human and we need to fill those needs sometimes. So it is okay to look at yourself while you eat that donut and say to yourself, this is okay and I am enjoying this. But also, Be mindful when you're telling yourself it's okay more than necessary. And better yet, your body will tell you. When you feel the way you do, sometimes a little more bloated than normal, which bloat is okay. Or maybe you're sluggish or a little unmotivated. It could be what you're fueling yourself with from saying yes maybe a little too many times. The next thing is clear the fridge and cabinets, ladies and gentlemen. Get them out of here. When you are starting to eat healthy, if you keep those chips in your pantry for just the time that you want to cheat, you will find yourself wanting to have it more and more. When you are ready to make this conscious decision of eating better, clear everything out of your fridge, out of your pantry, out of your house that you know you'll snack on. This will make you get up, leave your house, and go grab that snack. And odds are you may not do that, but also you're going to feel so great going up, getting out there, and grabbing that little snack. The next tip I have is on stress eating. Instead of eating when you're stressed, when you know you're not hungry, Start some tea. Vanilla chai is pretty bomb. Grab your journal. Listen to a podcast. Heyo. Meditate. Or do some low-intensity yoga. Start doing things that will get your body moving when you know you're stressed out. Eating is moving in a way that your body doesn't need at that time. You know you're stress eating. 
A lot of us do it. Hell, I did it literally three days ago. I was really stressed out and I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to have this huge ass peanut butter sandwich. And I like loaded it up with peanut butter. And then I'm writing this and I'm saying this and I could have easily made some tea and sat down and meditated or journaled about what was stressing me out. And I didn't get down on myself for eating that huge peanut butter sandwich. But I've reflected and I'm being mindful that next time I feel that way, if I'm really not that hungry, I'm going to do something that will make me feel better. If you're burnt out on healthy food and finding recipes, I like 100% feel this because those of you who really know me, rice and chicken are like my thing. But I've said rice and chicken again. Ugh, really? So switch up the flavorings in the seasonings, in the sauces, or Pinterest or Google, something that sounds good to you, and find that healthy alternative. You don't have to use all the ingredients from that recipe. Use it as a guide or inspiration. If you've had so much chicken, have some turkey. If you're done with rice, have some potatoes. No more broccoli for you? All right, here's some green beans. Yes, I do have a solution for almost everything. Where do I shop and how do I know if it's healthy? Try and stay on the outside of the store. Think about it. You have your fruits, your veggies, your produce, your protein. All of the good stuff is usually on the outside of the store. Don't be afraid to go in the aisles and grab your rice and your beans or whatever really serves you. But I challenge you to try and stay on the outside and see how that works for you. Another tip is around counting your calories. So circling back, try to count for three days in a row with various meals and then try to move forward the next four days of the week without calculating it if it causes you stress. Take out that stressor of counting, but be mindful of your meals those first three days so you can be more mindful on those four days that you aren't counting. Continue to do this every single week and potentially you might find yourself wanting to count more or maybe you'll find yourself not wanting to count at all but staying on target. If you ever find yourself hungry or thinking that you're not hitting your exact goals that you may want, go ahead and start counting again, even for a day. It can instill some power in you. Either A, you hit it pretty perfectly, or B, you may need to start focusing and being more mindful with your eating habits. Binge eating. When you are eating and you feel your belly filling up, when you go to put another spoonful or sporkful, sporkful, forkful of food in your mouth, be conscious of your belly. Recall the times where you binged and how your body felt afterwards. I ate Thai food last week and literally told myself, Jessica, you're going to binge. 
I allowed myself to binge, even though I knew the consequences. And I left myself lying there in pain that I consciously overfilled myself. I have tears in my eyes because I can feel how I felt. I'm literally holding my stomach right now because I did not do my gut any service there. We need to take care of our bodies. And even if we want to keep eating because it's so good or we want to fill a need or something that's missing, listen to yourself. Slow yourself down. Put the utensil down. Drink your water. Put the leftovers in the fridge and go to the mirror. Touch your belly. Smile at yourself. You are strong. You are brave and you are whole without all of that food in your belly. And when you're feeling hungry again, you're met with what's left. The next tip is about not eating enough or just not having an appetite. If you need more protein, protein powders are powerful for that. Your body may not be hungry with no appetite, but when was the last time you ate? Mindfulness that you should eat and having a little something that can fuel yourself can go a long way. It is important to give our bodies what they need, even if our bodies are not reacting as if they are hungry. If you have no time and you want some quick and easy meals, try a crock pot recipe, some overnight oats, some protein balls, prep some rice and chicken that you can do simultaneously in about 30 or less minutes. Grab some frozen veggies and put them in the microwave. And I used to think this, I have no time. I want quick and easy. I hate cooking. But you can think of cooking as meditative almost. Play that music, dance and sing, and focus on the food you are cooking that you're essentially going to fuel yourself with. I just shared so many tips and tricks. And I hope that they've been a light bulb or aha moment for you. What you eat and fuel yourself with can be overwhelming, but it does not have to be. View food as a friend helping you to be the best version of yourself. What you eat can really go a long way for your mindset, for your body goals, for a lot of things. So I hope this podcast helped you, and I hope you know that you can count your calories. You can count your macros. You can mindfully eat to essentially lead you to a better life. I hope you like this podcast and I hope I answered all of your questions. If you did like this podcast, subscribe, follow, give me a rating or review. But most importantly, especially if I answered your question from Instagram to this podcast, send me a message and let's chat about it. Peace, love, y'all.